Section twenty four of New Arabian Nights by Robert Louis Stevenson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recorded by Don W. Jenkins. Providence and the Guitar, Chapter five. Leon strode ahead as if he knew exactly where he was going. The sobs of Madame were still faintly audible, and no one uttered a word. A dog barked furiously in a courtyard as they went by. Then the church clock struck two, and many domestic clocks followed or preceded it in piping tones. And just then Bertholini spied a light. It burned in a small house on the outskirts of town, and thither the party now directed their steps. "'It is always a chance,' said Leon. The house in question stood back from the street behind an open space, part garden, part turnip field, and several outhouses stood forward from either wing at right angles to the front. One of these had recently undergone some change. An enormous window looking towards the north had been effected in the wall and roof, and Leon began to hope it was a studio. "'If it's only a painter,' he said with a chuckle, ten to one we get as good a welcome as we want.' "'I thought painters were principally poor,' said Stubbs. "'Ah!' cried Leon. "'You do not know the world as I do. The poorer the better for us.' And the trio advanced into the turnip-field the light was in the ground floor as one window was brightly illuminated and two others more faintly it might be supposed that there was a single lamp in one corner of a large apartment and a certain tremulousness and temporary dwindling showed that a live fire contributed to the effect the sound of a voice now became audible and the trespassers paused to listen it was pitched in a high angry key but had still a good full and masculine tone in it the utterance was voluble, too voluble even to be quite distinct, a stream of words rising and falling, with ever and again a phrase thrown out by itself, as if the speaker reckoned on its virtue. Suddenly another voice joined in. This time it was a woman's, and if the man were angry, the woman was incensed to the degree of fury. There was that absolutely blank composure known to suffering males that colourless unnatural speech which shows a spirit accurately balanced between homicide and hysterics the tone in which the best of women sometimes utter words worse than death to those most dear to them if abstract bones and sepulchre were to be endowed with the gift of speech thus and not otherwise would it discourse leon was a brave man and i fear he was somewhat sceptically given he had been educated in a papistical country but the habit of childhood prevailed and he crossed himself devoutly he had met several women in his career it was obvious that his instinct had not deceived him for the male voice broke forth instantly in a towering passion the undergraduate who had not understood the significance of the woman's contribution pricked up his ears at the change upon the man there's going to be a free fight he opined there was another retort from the woman still calm but a little higher hysterics asked leon of his wife is that the stage direction how should i know returned elvira somewhat tartly oh woman woman said leon beginning to open the guitar case it is one of the burdens of my life monsieur stubbs they support each other they always pretend there is no system they say it's nature even madame bertholini who is a dramatic artist you are heartless leon said elvira that woman is in trouble and the man my angel inquired bertholini passing the ribbon of his guitar and the man mamor he is a man she answered you hear that said leon to stubbs 
it is not too late for you mark the intonation and now he continued what are we to give them are you going to sing asked stubbs i am a troubadour replied leon i claim a welcome by and for my art if i were a banker could i do as much well you wouldn't need you know answered the undergraduate egad said leon but that's true elvira that is true of course it is she replied did you not know it my dear answered leon impressively i know nothing but what is agreeable even my knowledge of life is a work of art superiorly composed but what are we to give them it should be something appropriate visions of let dogs delight passed through the undergraduate's mind but it occurred to him that the poetry was english and that he did not know the air hence he contributed no suggestion something about our houselessness said elvira i have it cried leon and he broke forth into a song of pierre dupont's savez-vous my joli moi elvira joined in so did stubbs with a good ear and voice but an imperfect acquaintance with the music leon and the guitar were equal to the situation the actor dispensed his throat notes with prodigality and enthusiasm and as he looked up to heaven in his heroic way tossing the black ringlets it seemed to him that the very stars contributed a dumb applause to his efforts and the universe lent him its silence for a chorus that is one of the best features of the heavenly bodies that they belong to everybody in particular and a man like leon a chronic endymion who managed to get along without encouragement is always the world's centre for himself he alone and it is to be noted he was the worst singer of the three took the music seriously to heart and judged the serenade from a high artistic point of view elvira on the other hand was preoccupied about their reception and as for stubbs he considered the whole affair in the light of a broad joke know you the lair of may the lovely month went the three voices in the turnip field the inhabitants were plainly fluttered the light moved to and fro strengthening in one window paling in another and then the door was thrown open and a man in a blouse appeared on the threshold carrying a lamp he was a powerful young fellow with bewildered hair and beard wearing his neck open his blouse was stained with oil colours in a harlequinesque disorder and there was something rural in the droop and bagginess of his belted trousers from immediately behind him and indeed over his shoulder a woman's face looked out into the darkness it was pale and a little weary although still young it wore a dwindling disappearing prettiness soon to be quite gone and the expression was both gentle and sour and reminded one faintly of the taste of certain drugs for all that it was not a face to dislike when the prettiness had vanished it seemed as if a certain pale beauty might step in to take its place and as both the mildness and the asperity were characters of youth it might be hoped that with years both would merge into a constant brave and not unkindly temper what is all this cried the man end of section twenty four read by don w jenkins rancho san diego california shaggybark.blogspot.com